Welcome to Fan Fave with Katrina. Fan Fave with Katrina. It's time to talk pop culture. It's a great day because you're listening to Fan Fave. I'm Katrina, and today is an exciting episode. This episode is driven by the fans. It's the first edition of an all-new series Fan Fave is beginning called Fandom Spotlight. In these Fan Spotlight podcast episodes, you will hear directly from fans in interview-style episodes that can be on any topic, from your favorite musicians to even your favorite movie or TV franchise. Today, you will hear from panels of Harry Styles fans as they talk about various topics regarding Harry's career. We will talk primarily about his music, experiences at his concerts, his exploration into the world of film, and even his time with One Direction, so get ready. The most exciting thing is, I heard from so many fans of Harry Styles that wanted to be in this episode that I have to split this episode into two parts. So today we'll be hearing from two panels of Harry Styles fans, and then you can look forward to another episode of the Fan Fave podcast coming on Wednesday, where we'll hear from the second half of fans. But first, let's have a quick pop recap of all the pop culture things that I have not been able to stop talking about since the last time I spoke to you all on this podcast. I'm mainly going to begin talking about what I'm watching today because a lot of great new movies and shows are coming out. First off, season 5 of Cobra Kai was released and I still have two episodes left but this season is pretty crazy. It's like one of those things where the characters keep messing with something they probably shouldn't be messing with and things just keep getting worse for them. I'm really curious to see how things end up in regards to Terry Silver but I really love this show as you've heard me talk about in my TV Reboots podcast episode. I also think it's interesting considering we recently got news from Sony that there will be a new Karate Kid movie. I feel like this is really weird timing with the Cobra Kai series currently running as executives have stated this movie will have nothing to do with the show. Also on Netflix, the new film Do Revenge. It is so fun. Fair warning, it is a satire and I feel like a lot of people should know that going in because it takes a lot of inspiration from teen films but it is also making fun of the silliness of those movies. So there's a lot of scenes in Do Revenge that I feel like should just not be taken seriously. I definitely recommend checking this one out though. I feel like the cast alone will draw you in. It's like a Netflix multiverse. Everyone is in this movie. I also want to talk about Broadway for a quick second because there is a lot of shifting around happening on Broadway right now. Phantom of the Opera, the longest running show on Broadway history, has been announced to be closing in February of next year after 35 years on Broadway. I have never seen this production but I have heard a lot of fans say that this was the first Broadway show they have ever seen. It is a classic so I definitely need to check this one out before it closes. In other news, Evan Hansen will no longer be found because the production closed on Broadway over the weekend. I loved this show, I got to see it back in February, and I truly am sad to see this one go. But at least we can all remember it by the movie, right? Over the weekend, I did get to see Moulin Rouge on Broadway again. This is one of my favorite shows currently running, and it was my first time seeing the show with Derek Klena in the role of Christian, and he did not disappoint. But that's your pop recap. I want to go ahead and hop into today's topic. Today we are going to be talking about somebody who I have mentioned quite a bit during pop recaps in previous episodes of this podcast, probably because he just has so much going on right now, and that is why I felt that he was the perfect topic for this week. I am talking about Harry Styles. From his Love on Tour residency taking over Madison Square Garden for 15 nights, and soon he's going to head to Chicago, Austin, and Los Angeles for long-term stays as well. And he also has two movies releasing over the next month, so I think we are all talking about Harry Styles right now. This will be part one of the fandom spotlight on Harry's, the fandom for Harry Styles, and part two will be coming very, very soon on Wednesday. I talk to fans spanning a wide range of Harry topics, and today we will be hearing fans talk about their favorite music from Harry, as well as their experiences with One Direction, where Harry got his start. So let's hear from our first group of fans. I'm Caitlin. I became a fan of Harry back when he was in One Direction also. I don't remember how old I was then, but I just remember he just stood out. I kind of fell off a little bit. (laughs) Um, And then I think probably over the past year, I became like a fan of his again with his Fine Line album and his Harry's house. I'm Peyton. I also became a fan of Harry during One Direction. I think when I was in the sixth grade, like when I was 12, 
I found One Direction while I was watching YouTube one day, and I kind of just became an instant fan, and I gravitated towards Harry a lot, so I just kind of kept up with him ever since. Hi, I'm Toomey. Um, I will say I probably became a bigger fan right before his self-titled album dropped because some girl in my geometry class was like, Harry Styles is releasing a new song. And I was like, I need to check this out because I was very much just a casual One Direction listener. So I very much remember like freshman year geometry was how I got into him. So my first question is, what is your favorite Harry song? Like if you could only listen to one Harry song for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I really like Sign of the Times. I think it just has an older vibe to it, kind of reminiscent of maybe 80s, um, but also just the message that like it's uh, talking about and the time that it like came out really stuck with me. Yeah, and I just like to scream it in my room. <laughs> um, I, I honestly think maybe Two Ghosts because for me, and I know it's a sad song, but because for me, it's been a really comforting song. And like a lot of the times when I'm sad, I can put it on and it for some reason makes me feel better. Um, and also just it's a really beautiful song. I mean, the instrumental is beautiful. The lyrics are beautiful. It's my favorite off of self-titled and it's been one of my favorite Harry songs for like forever. So, yeah. If I had to choose a song, I would probably also choose Sign of the Times, like Caitlin said. I feel like it kind of just encapsulates all emotions. Like you're sad, you could listen to it. You're happy, you could listen to it. And I just think his vocal range, like towards the bridge in that song is superior. Okay, very, very interesting how all of your favorites are off of HS1. I kind of want to segue this into another question where I want to know, what's your favorite Harry album? Do you have a ranking of all three of them? Is it HS1? That's a really hard question, Katrina. But yeah, I think I like HS1 and then Harry's House and then Fine Line. I think there are just a couple of songs on Fine Line that go out of the genres that I listen to um like canyon moon but I, I really enjoy like most of his songs honestly fine line is my favorite album even now i feel like my ranking would probably be fine line harry's house and then hs1 um i love hs1 and it'll always have a special place in my heart since it is his first album i think i just personally resonate with the other two a lot more especially fine line just because I think when it came out, it came out at like the perfect time. It really helped me with everything I was going through. So I think Fine Line is just my favorite for maybe that reason. My favorite is definitely Harry's House. I just feel like it surprised me the most. And it's just every single song on that album is just so amazing and so different than what I expected it to be. Um, so my favorites are probably Harry's House fine line than hs1 but they're all just fabulous and they all have such amazing songs okay awesome i have to say that fine line is my favorite album i think i like all of the different genres that go into it and it definitely has like the most like upbeat set of singles from harry that i like the most and then second i would put hs1 because it's just like really special and last, I'll put Harry's House. I really like Harry's House, but um, it's very new to me. So I haven't like had like the years of the music to like make memories and stuff with it just yet. But I'm sure like things might change over the years. The next question that I would like to know is, do you have a favorite music video from Harry or one that you think is his best? I really liked when he did Daylight with James Corden. I saw part of the episode where like they like went to... It was a place in Brooklyn and they like filmed at like the house with like these two girls and like they got a whole bunch of people to like help film that. So that was really cool to like see that process. I do have I have a, a list. So then Adore You. I really like the storyline for that one. I like how he put a lot of effort into um, that storyline and it was just really cute. And then I really like Falling. I thought that was like really artistic and I love the the water and the piano it was just really beautiful and it kind of reminded me of Alice in Wonderland which I think that was what he was going for so mine is like a tie between late night talking and falling because late night talking it's really cute and it's 
so much fun to watch. But like Caitlin said, with falling, it was very artistic. And I feel like the symbolism played out really well. And I think that it makes falling just so beautiful. So definitely a tie between those two. My favorite music video is definitely Adore You. So I'm not a fan of watching music videos. I just feel like I have to go out of my way to watch them. But that just feels like a mini movie. So I just thoroughly enjoy just watching the whole artistic process of it and everything. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Adore You is also one of my favorites just because of like everything that went into it with like convincing everybody, like with all of the advertisements everywhere, like Aroda was a real place. That was like really crazy. And then I'd also say I really like the Lights Up music video and Watermelon Sugar, just like the aesthetic of both of those. Um, Watermelon Sugar with like its fun summer vibes, definitely a really big favorite for me. And I think that's part of like what contributes to Fine Line also being my favorite album, just because the visuals were also my favorite. Another question that I have is one of our last is, are there any special stories or relations to songs that you have by Harry that you would want to share? So me and my sisters, uh, we just went to his concert. You were also there. (laughs) But um, we went to his concert on August 27th. And it was, I think, the best concert I've ever been to. Um, Like when the first song started playing, um, like we all started screaming because we just couldn't believe that we were like in the presence of Harry Styles. So that was like a key moment in my life. <laughs> I think, okay, so doing this podcast about talking about fine lines because number one, I have a fine line tattoo. And then this year, I have a story from when I saw him last year. Um, so I met one of my internet best friends last year and we met because of Harry. And then we talked a lot following the first concert that we went to and we wanted to see him again. So we ended up going to Little Rock to see him. And during Fine Line, I <laughs> I was crying and shaking so bad. And I just remember like my friends reaching over and like hugging me and embracing me. And I feel like that kind of turned into like a core memory because Fine Line was the song that got me through the entire pandemic, got me through my dad's passing. So I think like hearing that live and then sharing that moment with my best friend, it was just so special and surreal. Um, Probably one of my favorite memories involving his music. My favorite memory involving Harry's music would definitely be um, my freshman year of college. The Lights Up music video was going to drop really randomly. And I just remember being in one of the study rooms with a bunch of just random kids in my hall and us all freaking out. And they were just people I'd never met before. And I was like, wow, Harry's power make, helping me meet strangers like halfway through the semester was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's really, really great. I love how we all just have like these moments that Harry's music just like really stands out and like brings people together. It's like the best thing ever. You're listening to Fan Fave with Katrina. Fan Fave with Katrina. So shout out to Caitlin, Toomey, and Peyton who participated in that first panel of fans to talk about Harry's music. Now we're going to hear from another panel of fans to also talk about Harry's music in addition to their experience with Harry and his start with One Direction. I'm Mariah. Uh, I've been a fan of Harry through One Direction since like 2000, summer of like 2012. Uh, bef- like a few months before that, I like discovered their music like through Google. I was trying to like find new music. I discovered One Direction through like Google Music because I was kind of sheltered. And so I was like, found them. And I, and then like one day I decided, you know what, I'm going to watch the like making of the What Makes You Beautiful music video. And I immediately like fell in love with all five of them, the silly lads that they are. And then I spent that entire summer just like watching videos of them on YouTube and yeah, so I have been a fan of Harry for 10 years now. I can officially say that. I am an oldie. I, my name is Kaya. I became a fan of Harry just like you guys during One Direction, not during the Up All Night era in the X Factor era, but in during the Take Me Home era. And I've been a fan ever since. I kind of had a moment when Zayn left where I kind of left because I was very sad and it took me 
by surprise and I didn't know how to move on with my life. But then I immediately came back and I've been here ever since. Hi, everyone. I'm Kim. I am also a directioner veteran, I should say. I think I started um, in 2011. And it was interesting because there, how I found out was actually through a group of friends um they were outside um the school playing their guitars and they were um singing to what makes you beautiful and i was in my emo face so keep in mind um and it was interesting i was like oh i like this and then the song was stuck in my head all day i went to youtube once i got back to back from school and yeah and then i went down like a rabbit hole of like 1d stuff and like the X factor and all that. So yeah, that's what I got here. Yeah, very, very cool. So let's just start jumping in about Harry's music. Starting off the first question, what is your favorite Harry song? Like if you could only listen to one Harry song for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I think this is the worst question I could ever be asked. <laughs> um, For me, I've always been a huge Cherry fan. So I think I'm going to go with Cherry. I don't know, it's just so well written. Like, I know many people are like, no, like Cherry and all that, but I'm a Cherry girl. I, I just think it's like such a um, deep song. You know, it's like, it's, I feel like it's the most personal song he's ever had. I just like how it's written and the sound to it too. So I think it's like really personal, but sounds really beautiful at the same time and it's really sad and it just mixes up your emotions in a way i will have to agree with you i am also a cherry girl i have a tattoo for the song all my friends associate cherry with me but if i had to choose one song i don't think i would actually choose cherry i think i would choose fine line simply because i struggle with anxiety a lot and fine line has become my anxiety attack like stress reliever song so if anything if my anxiety ever like gets super super high I have to put on fine line so in order for me to like survive and go through life I think fine line would have to be it and it's also just like the beautifully written I love fine line fine line definitely means a lot to me the album and the song but if I had to choose one song it honestly would have to be daylight because I have a tattoo of that song I'm not gonna do a weird because it's on my thigh but I have a tattoo of daylight um (laughs) and like I remember the night that Harry's house like released like that was when I heard that song I had like a visceral like physical reaction when I first heard that song and I have been like trying to recreate that reaction ever since um something about it is just like like the way it starts is just like very different and very like really beautiful and like you really hear Harry's voice in a totally different way and then it comes and then like the instrumentals in that song like the 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 drums and everything are also like so different and it catches you off guard um and so it's kind of like this weird up and down like feeling in that song which I really love and like the lyrics are really unique so yeah I don't know it would have to be daylight because that is like one that I I just always go back to for him Yeah, I agree. All of those are like really good. I would have to say that mine is Sign of the Times. It's a classic. It's the one that we've had like the longest. And I also feel like it's just like a really like uplifting song that I listen to like when I'm like in a bad mood or like down and like the build up like over those five minutes, it's just like unmatchable. So that one is my favorite. My next question is something that's probably hard to answer as a Harry fan, but I want to know if you have a least favorite song or a skip song on any of his albums. Uh, will this make us get hated on or something? <laughs> because oh, I really not. Because <laughs> to be honest, I feel like it's really hard to choose. Like I hate this song because it's like even though you don't play it as much when you hear it, it's like. I like it, but it's not like I hate it, you know? It's like, okay, I could just, it's not a song where I could just, like, replay all day and not get, like, you know, tired of it. But it's like, for me, personally, um, I think recently it's been um, Matilda. Um, It's not because I don't like it. I love it. But 
it's just the connection with it. It's like, it just gets me a bit like, ugh, like, why is this like targeting me? You know, like, in a way, it's like, I, I don't, I, I love it. But at times, it just like, I don't want to be reminded of stuff like that. But I mean, I think that's what he's trying to get at. It's like, it's okay. But then it's like, it reminds me of stuff I've been through. So that's why I don't really play it much because it gets me sad. But I like it. You know, it's like, I don't hate it. I like it. It just reminds me of stuff. That's pretty much it. I think for me, it's Matilda, but it's a good song. Yeah, I don't think it's possible for me to hate a Harry song because I was thinking about it and I genuinely don't have a least favorite. However, I can't listen to Lights Up unless after hearing Lights Up live, I can't listen to Lights Up, if that makes sense. For some reason in my brain, Lights Up has to be playing either at a Harry show or in the vicinity of a bunch of people. I can't just be at home and play it because it's just something in my brain is telling me that it doesn't work. Um, even though I love the song and I love the music video and I love everything about it, it just hearing it live ruined it because it was so good that now I just can't listen to it. And I normally skip it even though I love it. Yeah, I also like, I don't have any songs that I like extremely dislike or I hate like at all. I think he's a really incredible musician and songwriter and artist just in general. Um, but I'm not the biggest fan of Love of My Life. Um, I feel because like it's at the very end of Harry's house and it kind of to me when I first listened to the album and as I've like listened since it kind of feels a little detached from the rest of the album like musically like it, it just kind of feels a little bit different and it's like you know it's a good song I, I enjoy it but like it I don't listen to it as often as like the rest of the album and yeah it just kind of felt like it was the end of the album I was I guess because like with the previous two albums of his I was expecting maybe something a little bit different um but you know it's his choice it's his music um but yeah that's one that I tend to kind of not listen to as much yeah for me I think that my like least favorite or like most commonly skipped songs have to do directly like with when they're placed on the album so like I'm sorry Cherry is one of those but like you have Golden, Watermelon Sugar, Adore You, Lights Up like back to back like very fun upbeat songs and then it's like Cherry, Falling so I skip those like regularly and then same like with like Matilda and Little Freak I skip those pretty often too and Grape Juice so I'm not like one to like yell for Grape Juice to be sung at the shows but it's fine. I think we can now segue into talking about One Direction, which is the other reason that you all are here. My first question about that topic is, was Harry always your favorite in One Direction? No. <laughs> you, <laughs> I swear, um, I feel like a Directioner. It was like, we had our moments where we would switch dudes, you know, like, not not that, like, you know, it was like, okay, like one day I'm in love with Niall. And then another day it's like, wait, Louis just, just did something that and I'm like, oh, like it was in the beginning. I was like, it was like that. And then um, like around like, I think a couple, like three months into me being into them, it stuck with Zayn. And then it was like, ugh, like it was Zayn all the time. You know, I was like, he's such a nice looking dude and he sings really well. And it was just like, I just loved his vibe. Um, so, of course, when he left the band, um, 2015, it was like my world had ended. But by the time, it was like I was already into Harry. So it was like, oh, like, I love you, but like, I respect your decision in a way. It's like, I respect it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I was like sad. I was like, oh, like, dang. And it was funny because I had gotten my I want to say like um the last tour on the road again was my very first concert and I was so excited because I was like I'm a season like that was like my the the one I wanted to see like that was the one I fell in love with when I started the band and then next thing you know like um yeah he he left and I was like okay but I was still as excited to see all of them because I love them all and it's like yeah um, and 
I think 2012, that's when it was like starting to get into Harry and I was like, what is going on? And now look where I'm at. <laughs> but yeah, it started with Zane. Had some confusing um, thoughts and then now it's Harry. Yeah, I will have to agree with you on that one. Zane from day one, as soon as I discovered One Direction, I was like, that one's mine. He's, he's my favorite. And it was that, that way the entire time the band was together, um, and then obviously again, like when Zane left, I was in, I, w- I was distraught. Like I stopped standing them. I stopped like listening to the music, like all of that for a hot second because he just like rocked my world so much by leaving again, like respect his decision, all that. But as a child, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, why is he leaving? Um, but yeah, but I will also say in regards to Harry, I was the kid who was like, well, all the girls like Harry. so. I'm not going to like him. And I was like, I'm not like the other girls. They all like this one. I'm not going to like him. Um, so that's also the reason why I kind of pushed Harry to the sidelines, even though the entire time I was like, no, but like, I actually do like him, but I'm not going to tell anyone I do. So that's my history with them. I have been a Harry girl since the beginning. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I couldn't stop it. I couldn't help it. Like when I started going down my rabbit hole, I was like one of the, I remember when I started going down my One Direction rabbit hole that summer, I would like watch funny videos of them on YouTube. And then there was one that I remember that I have like really weirdly good memory for really specific things. And I remember I was watching a video of theirs and then I saw a thing that was like things about like Harry, like that we love and whatever. And it was just like silly random facts that most of them were probably made up. Some of them, maybe not. I don't know. But it was silly things like his favorite Starbucks drink is this. And like his favorite candy is this. Like silly things like that. And I remember watching that. And I was like 14, 15 years old. And I was like, oh, my God, he and I are meant to be like I this. He is my soulmate. <laughs> and so I like immediately it was always I mean, I definitely like always loved the other four. Like I I whenever I like I got to I was lucky enough to see them both times that five sauce opened for them and for their take me home tour (laughs) so I'm gonna not complain about not having seen Harry as many times solo um but uh I like so like when I saw them live I like flipped out when I saw even just one of them like close but then like you know it was 10 times that when I saw Harry um so yeah Harry has a special place in my heart but I have a really hard time saying that he was my favorite because it's like that means like I don't like the other boys as much which is like no they're all special in their own way so yeah definitely I feel like I was somebody that like switched like favorites all the time but the weird thing is and like no hate to him but I don't ever remember being a Liam girl and I feel like even now like he's the one out of all of them that like I don't follow his solo career so I guess that's just how it is but (laughs) I think like it was always different especially like I remember like during like take me home era like I vividly remember like Louis being my favorite and then like during like where we are tour era, like all of like the shenanigans with like Niall and like Louie and like all of like the the groups that they would put them into like Zooey and Zium. I was like so into that, but like, I don't know if I ever had like one favorite and if it was like ever always Harry. My next question, I wanted to know about your experiences seeing One Direction Live. Like what tour did you go to? Or like, do you have a favorite one? I personally never got to see them live together and I'm always upset about it. I luckily have seen them all live solo except for Zayn because he hasn't toured, but I would like to have seen them together. So I would like to live through your experiences right now. Well, I will go then since I just said that I've been, I've been to three out of four of their tours. Uh, Cause when I discovered them was in the middle of like their up all night tour. And I remember asking my mom if I could go, but we went to Ticketmaster and the resale prices were like $700 for like a balcony ticket. And I, my mom was like, absolutely the not like we are not doing this. Um, and so she was like, I will pay for you to go. You can go see him like next time that they're on tour. Um, 
And so I got to see them, yeah, 2013, 14, and 15. <laughs> um, so I got to see, so that was when I discovered Five Sauce was when they opened. So like the friend that I went with had already like learned about Five Seconds of Summer. And I was, and then that was when I got into them a little bit after they opened and I like liked their stuff. Um, so I got, so when they came to Chicago in 2013, that was like a few days after my sweet 16. So that was like my sweet 16, like party slash present. Um, and I didn't have like great seats, but it was like, <laughs> and I don't have the video anymore, but I wish I did. But I tried taking a video of them all coming out on stage and I tried showing it to my parents and like, you can't see or hear anything. All you can hear is me just like blood curdling, screaming. And the camera's like, my hand is like going like this. Like you can't, my parents were like, you can't see anything. And it was like during um, that Take Me Home tour where when they came out on stage was so dramatic where they slowly opened the doors and then all you could see was their feet. That was the moment where I lost it because that was where I was like, oh my God, they're real. And then I saw them for where we are. That one, I also didn't have like great seats, but it still was like, it was super fun. Um, they opened with, uh, I remember Midnight Memories and that was when they used like fireworks and stuff. And so that was really, really fun. And so they did two shows that year again in Chicago at Soldier Field. It was the day after Liam's birthday. And so Zane and Louie were like super hungover. <laughs> and so Zane was like walking around on stage, like not really interacting with fans and like not really his like usually like energetic self when he was performing. He was just like singing when he was supposed to and just kind of like low energy. And Louie was trying to keep it together, but you could tell that he was in pain. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. And then I saw them for uh, the On the Road Again tour. And that one, I got uh, floor seats. So like at Soldier Field, it wasn't like pit where it's like every man for himself, like fighting for the barricade. It was like actual like seats. And then they had like the aisles, like you couldn't stand in the aisles. Um, so I was able to get pretty close to like the end of the runway that they had at the stage. Like this is the closest I'm going to like I've ever been to them. At that point, three years of like just seeing them on screens and like at a distance, like, and now they're like, oh my God, they are real people and they are right in front of me. Like I, and this was long hair, hairy era, which is like one of my favorites. And so I was like, okay, like this is so amazing. Um, so yeah, I got to see them for uh, those three. Um, and I know that it's like a privilege to say that I got to see them on both tours when Five Sauce opened for them. So I'm going to like zip my lip on complaining that I haven't seen Harry as much since then, but, um, but no, they were super fun. I, my experience, the only concert for Wendy I've been to was on the road again, like I mentioned. Um, it was my 15th birthday present. Um, I was offered they're like either you have your quinceanera which is like for many latinx harry's it's um some like it's something traditional like party whenever you turn 15 i was like no i don't want that like i just i just want things that i know i'm gonna enjoy and i'm gonna have you know and i remember my parents that were like yeah okay like that's pretty cool i mean that's more convenient and um i remember when tickets came out and I was like, <laughs> I was like crying. I was like, I want tickets. I want tickets. And then they're like, well, do you want that to be part of your present? And I was like, yeah, like <laughs> that would be so cool. Um, and I went nuts. Like I remember I bought them at Walmart because they have like this um, whole um, ticket master booth. So if you guys ever need that, if there's any Walmart near you um, and you're having trouble like accessing Ticketmaster stuff, I think they might have it still. I don't know. This was back in 2015-ish, 14-ish, around that area, that time, I mean. Um, yeah, and they were floor seats. I'm five foot tall, so I'm short. Stadium, I wasn't able to see nothing. I was only able to see Harry's head. Um, and either way, I didn't, I was like crying when clouds started playing. Like I have a whole video of my mom recording me. And 
Uh, yeah, no, it was embarrassing. But um, I really loved the experience. Um, there was a little girl behind me. Of course, she was shorter. And I told her, I was like, hey, do you want to stand like in front of me to at least be able to see? Because like I was front row of my section. Um, so she was a bit younger than me. And I let her like stand in front of me. Because of course, like uh, Mariah said, like they weren't able to like let us like be on the like um, walking spaces and all that. Um, understandable, but then some people were getting on top of chairs and all that, and they weren't getting called out. And that's why I, I was like, that's not fair for us short people. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I mean, either way, like I got to experience it with my mom too. So she she's been through this with me. And she's going to um, one of the concerts with me. So I'm like, it's like starting to like come back up together. Um, I loved it. I just didn't like my experience standing um, in a stadium and being short. Um, But thankfully they had like the um, screen, the big screens. Um, and it was fun. I, lo- I loved it, even though I wasn't able to see much and just see Harry's head, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> that was it. He had long hair, so it was even more amazing, you know? And it's like the fact that I got to experience that. Um, yeah, and it was my very first concert, too. So I'm forever grateful for that. And I wish they could come back together um, so I could see see them possibly better or just even be there I don't really care like I just want to see them and experience that whole feeling again um because like nothing's gonna beat that like One Direction concert feeling because it's like those are the dudes that we like saw for the first time you know the ones with the like x-factor um video diaries and all that (laughs) Um, there's so many things that they just like make you feel whenever you see them live and yeah that was like my only windy concert but I loved it so much that's really great I'm glad that you both got to experience that my next question is um, what's your favorite One Direction song if you could just choose one for me it's easy it's fireproof that's like my favorite one it's so good mine's is over again that little part where like Harry starts rapping in a way, like, you know, that little, like that ends me that that's just like, I like, even when I go back to listen to it, I still can't believe that's the Harry we listen to now. For me, controversial opinion. My favorite song of all time is little things. It just is. It's I, I know it's problematic in a lot of ways. I do, but you know, I can still listen to it and just like, acknowledge the problematic parts of it and just still like think it's a bop but um i also just think it's because i knew about them during up all night like i knew about what makes beautiful all that but take me home was the first album that i actually was like there for the release and so that's also the reason i think that you know little things is just stuck there in my heart this is harder than my favorite harry song i always kind of come back to clouds like that song i don't know i mean the entire like their entire like four album is like my favorite of theirs but like clouds is what like every time i've been on a plane which i haven't been on a plane that much but anytime i've been on a plane and it's like taken off i always listen to clouds and i've never crashed so that's like my (laughs) um yeah i don't know it's it's probably clouds because anytime that one comes on i just have to go back to that stadium Okay, yeah, I think Clouds is another really great one that's like in the top for mine. My next question actually is your One Direction album rankings. And for me, it's like no debate, no brainer. It's 100% four as number one. And then for number two, I would say that it is either Midnight Memories or Take Me Home. And then number three, I guess the other one. And four would be... um, up all night and made me am is last sorry to that one i just feel like it's a lot of songs on that one that i don't really listen to and like on four i feel like i regularly listen to all of the songs my entire like top five at least is on four like illusion night changes crowds and i feel like there's no skip on four like i don't even skip at my age like 
all of them are good and that's like final for me so that's my ranking all right yeah my ranking is yeah four is my number one and then made in the am is number two for me because that came out at a, like a really hard time in my life and i played that album on repeat like during that time in my life like that was like like literally i was in a really bad situation. I had no friends around me and all I did was listen to that album. It's hard to listen back sometimes because sometimes it just takes me back, but like it helps me get through that time. Um, And then number three for me is Midnight Memories. There's something about Little Black Dress and Little White Lies that's just like, God, those two songs have something in them. (laughs) Um, And then Take Me Home and then Up All Night. Because like, same with like just Harry, like they... You can definitely tell like as they got older and like their sound like progressed and everything that they and they started getting their own like more freedom to like practice writing songs themselves like it just got so much better and better um and like up all night very nostalgic very great but there's some songs on there that's just like i gotta skip gotta be you like that's that's just like um but yeah that's that's my ranking my ranking would be take me home let me think about this. Take Me Home, Midnight Memories, four, Made in the AM, Up All Night. I think that's solid for me. If you could not tell, I love Take Me Home. That's my baby. That's my album I will protect with my entire heart. Um, and then Midnight Memories was, honestly, Midnight Memories was ahead of Take Me Home for a very long time, like especially during high school. Um, it's just... The sound, I feel like, even though Take Me Home is my favorite, Midnight Memories, sound-wise, is the most, like, the music I like to listen to um, outside of, like, Harry or One Direction or any of the members. Um, And then Four, obviously, is the perfect album. We all know this. Perfectly done. And then May in the AM, I do have some skips on it, so that's why it's there. And then Up All Night, again, na, na, na. We can skip it, babe. We don't have to listen to it every single time, so... She's down there, even though I do still love her, but that would be mine. I had to make a list. <laughs> um, I really love Take Me Home. I I don't know, just something about the album. So I agree. I'm like, it's so good. Um, second would be made made in the AM. Wolves. I'm sorry, but wolves. It's it, people should just like sit down and just listen to it because it's such a great song um not i don't know yeah i mean i don't even know what i'm saying i i'm just gonna uh, yeah just listen to wolves next would be up all night i feel like i'm more of like the old songs type of girl like those songs where i started to like them you know because it just brings me back to all those memories (laughs) but overall like i i don't know i'm just like I just love that vibe of those like old albums, like the very first albums. Uh, four would be Midnight Memories. Um, I I like I like the album, but like it, it's like some of the songs. It's like okay, I could I like them, but it's not like okay, love like wolves. I I just I don't know, just that song. I'm just I'm just saying. Um, and then four. I I don't know. I just some of the songs in four. I just like I could skip, but um, but, um, fireproof. That's a bop. I like it. It's like I, that song. I can't skip. But yeah, that's that's my ranking. Um, they're all really good albums. But in other words, I think it made in the end deserves a bit more credit because it has some great songs in there. Um, but I just put it as number two because Take Me Home is just a whole different vibe. Yeah, I have to say Take Me Home is definitely like a top one for me too, just because of like the nostalgia with that one. Like it came out like when I was listening to it, like I was starting middle school, like, sixth grade, seventh grade summer. That was the best time. Associating all of those songs with that era. It's a really soft spot for me. <laughs> My next question is, what is your favorite One Direction memory? And this can be like anything. So like for me, I'd say 1D Day. That was like iconic. Like no one has ever done anything like that ever again. Um, 
I guess also like some fan things. Like I don't know if anyone remembers, but do you remember when they used to do like those flash mobs in like Australia or New Zealand on like YouTube? Mm-hmm. Those crazy. And then also the adventurous adventures of One Direction. <laughs> that is great. Like I, there's just so many great like One Direction specific things that like I don't really talk to like a lot of people that know about it. And that's just something that I always talk about. Yeah, that series was amazing. <laughs> What's his his name was Mark, right? Like I think Mark, he's such a genius. I I don't know. We need Mark now, and I, we need him now. <laughs> Mark, where are you? <laughs> I swear, we need more of that. I I don't know. Like everything in our fandom, like I don't know. Like I just think back to like when it was like our like time you know as a fandom as directioners where we were like sweeping stuff up like we were like getting them awards like it was just like we were hardcore like standing like like everyone was afraid of directioners back in the time you know like it's like oh the directioners against like the other like fandoms and all that and then it's like we were dedicated i think we still are but now it's like we're all like going through like the solo um, fandoms, like we have, of course, the Harrys. Um, and I think that's changed a bit and we've incorporated to like our solo um, fandoms and all that, but it's not as intense how it was when we were like all together. Um, but I just have to say, um, um, for me, it was when we would dress up as like, the boys um where it was like oh like this this shirt this striped shirt reminds me of louis so i'm gonna buy it and then i'm gonna buy the red pants and stuff like that and um i remember i dressed up as louis for halloween (laughs) and like i just i just think louis was like the pillar of like the beginning of stuff because he was always with his like kevin the pigeon jokes the um i love girls who eat carrots um his superman shirt and stuff like that like he was carrying the um the band overall when it came to like that comedy side of them like it's just i feel like we owe it to louie when it comes to stuff like that but i remember us like wearing their clothes like wearing similar clothes and like um you know, like Zane's, um, you know, varsity jackets. Like I had one of those because I was like, oh, I want to have one like, like Zane and all that. And um, yeah, like we're, when we wear, like where they're like trying to copy their style and all that. That was like my favorite memory. <laughs> I literally have so many memories associated with them. Like it's hard for me to like pick out one, but like I don't know. There's a few that stand out. When you mentioned 1D Day, I was immediately like, absolutely, because I was sick that day. So I had an excuse to sit there and watch their live stream all day. Um, so I, I did that. It was, I honestly, I will admit, if I'm having a, if I am really going through it, I rewatch it. <laughs> I I don't know if anyone else does, but sometimes I do go back and I rewatch some of my favorite 1D Day moments. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, going to their shows was always, like, created amazing memories, but, like, um, Uh, well, I will say the summer that I like discovered them and I like became a fan, that's one that always like stands out to me as being really special. Cause like all I did was like sit on YouTube and like watch videos about them and like learn about them and listen to their music. And, um, that was really special to me. Cause it was like, I had never before that been a big fan of something. And so you know, when you're at that age where you're like, you know, late middle school, early high school, that's when you can like start to like form your own interests and 
you know, find your people that you connect with over your interests and things like that. And so um, it really was kind of a really good time in life to discover them. And so like that summer is always like really special, just thinking back, like just, yeah, just sitting, having days where I just would get lost and just like enjoying like watching new things of them and even just like nostalgia just watching back like I remember when that happened and it was like all the buzz my friends freaked out recently when I introduced them to oh now I know they're this is us premiere that that was great (laughs) um I showed it to my friends during COVID. Like we would do like Zoom like movie nights and I showed them This Is Us and they didn't know that they performed a teenage dirtbag and my friends like flipped out. <laughs> and they were like, wait, this is actually a good cover. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that stands out because like they really did form a lot of like my adolescence and a lot of our adolescence. And so like, yeah, just thinking about when I first discovered them and like when I just would like, yeah, just like they were all that I paid attention to for like three months. Um, That was, you know, just like a time when you could do that and it wasn't seen as like this cringy thing. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of special memories, but like One D Day, This Is Us, those are ones that always stand out to me. I agree with both of you guys wholeheartedly. Um, I just think that the entire time that they were together, like the band was together, the over, like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing their faces on any, like something. Like whether it was like, a pencil pouch or like a soda can or a billboard. And I feel like if that happened now in 2022, I would be like, it doesn't matter who it is, who it is. I'd be like, Oh, that's a little, that's a little much. But if there's like one type of person that I will forever like support and I will like fight to the death for it's fangirls. And I just think that like that time, that era where they were just everywhere, like not, nothing like that has ever happened since i like obviously the closest thing we have to that right now is bts but bts and one direction are two completely separate entities um so i don't even think it's like right to compare them but like nothing like that has ever happened um i think one of my favorite moments has to be fan zero just because like i remember like the whole like I don't know like on Twitter like everyone was going crazy and like the fan project and just the whole thing and I will like the recording of that concert especially as someone who has never been to a One Direction concert before that recording like was my lifeline like the amount of like I'm pretty much like half of the views right now like I'm sure of it um and I just think like seeing like an actual like professional recording of a One Direction concert showed like the magnitude of the fandom to people who like didn't really get it um and kind of just saw it as like oh you like One Direction like that's cool like da 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 um but yeah I don't know I just if I could like jump in a time machine and go back to that time right away like I would do it like that because it was just such like I don't know it was amazing escapism for me as a child, like if anything like bad happened or like I was being bullied or anything like that, like I could, like I could go on YouTube and I could watch the video diaries or I could go and like buy like a One Direction doll or like something like that. And it was just like being a part of that when it was like at its prime was like insane. And I am forever grateful. Yeah, I love how we all have like such great memories just from One Direction. My last question is, do you think a One Direction reunion would happen and would you want it to? I have to say, I, okay, I I think for their 10 year anniversary, I think it was during COVID, like 2020, 
I think they could have done more with that, even like a virtual little something like the account, the Twitter account, like coming back and like doing all this tease just for like absolutely nothing. Like it was really disappointing. I do think that I every once in a while think that they will come back. But I think that Liam's interview on like that podcast with Jake Paul, I feel like that kind of crushed it for me. And that's really late, later than most people. But I'm not sure if a reunion would happen. Or if they did do a reunion, it would be like in like duos or something like that. And I would want it to happen just because I have never seen them live. Like I'll travel anywhere. If it's only like a one night only in London, I'll be there like totally. So that's just how I feel about it. I have full faith that you guys will be able to see them live. I just have a feeling. I don't know. I I just know that, like, at some point, they're gonna like notice how much of an impact they made, like, overall in so many people's lives, but also like the music industry. That like a comeback would be necessary in a way. I do see it happening, and I do like see how it might not because of that interview with Liam. And sadly, I that just that I don't know. I don't know if he was in the right mindset or not like or if someone told him to say that you know or stuff like that I don't know um but that sort of did like make me rethink like were they happy together as a band or stuff like that that to the point where it's like did we like and was it because of us that they decided to stay a bit longer they could have like gotten short or something like that like been together for a shorter amount of time um but in a way i do have a like a feeling even if it doesn't include all of the members you know it's like even if it's just you know nile harry and louis and zane possibly i you know he did that um was it night changes that he's saying yeah so like that gives me hope i'm like you know you never know zane might be the one that'd be like yeah i'll come back you know the one that we least expect um, but I do have hopes that even just like a picture, you know, of them again, I even, I just need a picture, just a picture or something. I don't know, but I do have hope they'll get back together. I'm not, um, I'm not that pessimistic when it comes to that. So yeah, I have high hopes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everything that happened with Liam, it was hard to like hear him say those things. And it was like, you know really toxic and really awful and and this isn't like excusing his behavior at all this is just like like i like you know um i just think that like he's coming from a place of hurt and that his career never got to a place where any of the other four are certainly not where harry is but even not where like niall or louis or even zane is because even though zane hasn't done any tours he is too very successful albums and like very good albums um and he like does like he he has like the the brand deal with the the one sunglasses brand and he like still like produces his own art and things like that like he he has really good ways to like get his stuff out and so i think liam said a lot of that stuff out of a place of hurt and jealousy and like i didn't you know, he didn't get to that level that the other guys did. Because then you do spiral with questions, like you said, Kim, like, were they ever really happy? Is this really what it was like? Like, was it all just a big facade for us, like for the fans? Like, was it, you know, I mean, we all know how poorly they were treated by management, like, don't even get me started. I think like, that's where Liam was coming from. So that's why it is hard to think like, could they ever all like apologize or reconcile with one another? Could there be something? So yeah, part of me is hopeful. Part of me is like a little cautious with thinking it could be a possibility just because of how poorly they were treated it was a little lackluster because it was like, you know, I was expecting there to be like a live zoom call that we could watch or something. Um, but <sighs> Yeah, I would love a reunion. I have hope, but I'm really cautious with that hope. Um, I'm going to say that I, as someone, again, who has never seen the boys live, I don't know if I would want a reunion right now. And this is even, like, before the entire Liam podcast um, 
situation happened. I just feel like my relation to all the boys as a band and my relation to them as solo artists are like obviously like two separate things. And I feel like they've been two separate things for so long that I'm kind of content with keeping my memories of them as a band just from when they were like together. Like, yes, like if there's a reunion, I'm not going to say no to it. I, again, like, like, like all of us, like I would sell like whatever I had to, like, I would like, I would sleep out on the street for three weeks if I had to. Um, so if there was a reunion, of course I would be there. But right now I'm not really, I'm not stressing about it. I'm not doing anything like that because I am very like, my memories with the band are so good um, that I just, I like to like bottle them up and keep them that way. So right now that's where I'm at. I would, if I, if we got pictures of them together, that would be good for me. Like that would be amazing. So that's where I'm at right now. Thank you to Kaya, Mariah, and Kim for contributing on that panel about Harry's music as well as One Direction. And another thank you to all the fans that contributed earlier on this episode. That's all for today, but not for this topic. Stay tuned on Wednesday where you will hear part two of the Fan Fave Fandom Spotlight on Harry's. I cannot wait. Thank you all for listening, and you can stay up to date on all things at Fan Fave Media on all social media platforms. Have a great day!